Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel, and we're absolutely head over heels for whole plant foods and helping you navigate this incredible plant-based journey. That's because our lives have been completely changed by plant-based goodness. We used to struggle every day with excess pounds and low energy, vascular disease, joint pain, and lack of sleep, just to name a few. And even though we're medical professionals, we still weren't getting practical answers that actually worked. So we dug into the research, we started living what we learned, and now we both have our lives back. And that's what we want for you too. The truth is you can do this and it's not hard. You just need a way that will bring real and lasting change. And that path, it has to be simple and enjoyable and it's gotta be delicious too. So are you ready to live your life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place because living without limits, that's what Power on Plants is all about. So pull up your chair, grab a matcha latte and let's get started. Hello, sunshine. Welcome to another episode of Power on Plants. Now, don't yeah. laugh. Don't laugh. We actually, usually we try to keep things upbeat and pretty lighthearted, but I want to get a little more serious today. Can I get a little more serious today? I don't know. Can you? We've just been laughing yes. for about five minutes no, straight. No, we're, we're I'm get, not sure. We're going to get a little serious today. Okay. Yeah. You know, there comes a time in men's lives when they're really put to the test and to the muster. <laughs> And we had <laughs> this and, is not sounding serious and, at all. <laughs> we had one of these not too long ago. Whenever Anita went away for a week, <laughs> and Anita, yeah, she is our culinary genius, our culinary just chef in the family. So she, along with our oldest daughter, went away for a week. We and, had to have girl time. It was very necessary. Well, She's no, a senior. No, Beach very, time. very necessary. Beach time. But you know, there are those times whenever you realize, uh-oh, <laughs> there went our chef. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, I don't so, think you realized in all the time that you're working how much they've picked up very easily. So I want to hear your story of what happened while I was gone. Well, true to the title of today's mm-hmm. episode, my 13-year-old saved me. He kept me alive. <laughs> and so, notice, notice he said he, not she. So it really is quite amazing. Yes. My 13-year-old <laughs> kept me alive mm-hmm. for a week. Yeah. Our 13-year-old, and actually, he just had a birthday. He is now 14. 14. So happy birthday, Andrew. So for that week, he stepped up and he actually cooked probably 90% of our meals. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we're not just talking about some milk and cereal or PBJs, although we may have done that a time or two. 
<laughs> hey, I mean, you can't you can't diss on a classic. No, PBJ, it's a classic, and it's all plant based, so it's a nice little treat every now and then. But he made full meals. Now, I say ninety percent of the time because my ten year old earlier, whenever I was mentioning about this, she kind of gave me that look. Like, I would call that a glare. Jared was talking about how Andrew, our thirteen year old, had made all the meals while I was gone. And she was sitting there, and all of a sudden, those eyes cut over at him like, what? I mean, you could feel it. Yeah, you could I mean, feel you it. Could it was palpable. <laughs> it was palpable. So anyway, she did help. She was our sous chef, so she kicked in, helped about 10, 20% of the meals. But So really, maybe this should be my 13-year-old. And, and my 10, 10-year-old. And my 10-year-old kept up us alive this week. But the thing is, it was delicious. It was great food. They did it, and they've just learned so much from watching you and you teaching them that I really wanted to make the point that a lot of this does not have to be difficult. No. I mean, we say that no. all the time, that it's not hard. It is easy. Now, you can make it hard. Mm-hmm. If you really want to get super chefy, do some really creative, detailed meals, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just want it easy. But look, this is a proof is in the pudding episode, because what we want you to understand is anyone can do this. You don't have to be, you know, you might think, oh, well, it's because he's in her kitchen and he watches her cooking stuff. Well, yeah, it helps to have somebody that you can watch demo this stuff. And that's what I do. I do that in the membership all the time. I put videos on Instagram quite often as well. You know, we want to tell you and show you how to do these things. We even share verbally how to do it on the podcast to make it easy. Go back and listen. We've talked about I don't know how many recipes, so many different things we eat and how easy it is to make and what the steps are to making these things. These are literally five minute, 10 minute, 15 minute max, most of them 30 minute meals. It's just so easy. I always think of Ron Papil and his old ads, set it and forget it. Forget it. Yeah. I mean, that's what doing this is like. If you just know the tools, if you just know the way to make it easy, but also it's just got to taste good. And did it taste good? Oh, it was fantastic. So what he were really... some of your things? I've got to hear what some of the things were that were your favorites. You don't have to tell everything you made, but a couple of things that were your favorite. I think one of the things that I enjoyed was he made veggie soup. Mm-hmm. Just like what you do. He did it. And he did it in the Instant Pot. It was so easy. And, the, and if any meal takes longer than 30 minutes, then it's because the prep was less than 30 minutes. And then maybe with the Instant Pot. It took a little while for it to cook. so Yeah, because it's got to heat up, pressurize, and all that, but it's still uh, We made beans and rice. I mean, there were a number of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, The green beans, he's got kind of his own specialty with the green beans. Like a stir-fried green beans. We talked about that on one of the episodes, too. So you can go back and look for the green bean episode because we talked about it. It was so good. I had to stop right after we ate them and tape a recipe about how he made these green beans. They are ridiculous. And that's not something I taught him. It's just he's learned the basics of the formulas that we teach. And then he can do it on his own. So Jared and I aren't just about giving you recipes. There's a ton of places you can get those. There's a bazillion recipes online Google for whole food plant-based, for vegan. And still a lot of people aren't able to do it. Well, why is that? They don't learn the formulas. They don't learn how to repurpose their meals. These are the kind of things that we teach and that we're adamant about because once you can learn the simple formulas, that way to make it easy so it works with your schedule, but there are formulas, there are ways to do this. And once you learn that, you can do it with any recipe, almost any recipe. Now, you're not going to make a roast beef recipe 
you know, something like that. But anything, most anything that has something like meat in it, a well, you soup can learn that to has those meat in it, or a, adapt them over. Exactly. And I still do like my roast chicken in a pot. You know how I used to do the roast chicken with the with the um, baby carrots and, and the, the potatoes, potatoes and, and all that. Yeah. We still do that. I still have the gravy. It tastes like chicken gravy. It tastes identical. But we use a big head of cauliflower instead. And when you can get it tender and it slices right and you've got the gravy on it. And I mean, the kids freak out. They're like, Mom, this tastes just like when we had chicken. But there's no oil in it. There's nothing that's going to clog your arteries in it. You feel good afterwards. You don't have to take a 24-hour nap to recover from the meal. Your joints don't ache. You're not constantly wanting to cry every time it takes you twice as long as it should to walk upstairs to get inside. There's no reason to have to live your life that way. And it is so simple and so easy. Even a 10 and a 13, 14, 15, we have a 15-year-old, and a 17-year-old can do it. And they've been doing this since they were six. Seven, we laugh about it. We'll be standing in the kitchen making stuff, pouring things into a pot, pressing start and going, can you believe how easy that was? I mean, that was just so easy. Or pouring it into a blender, making a sauce that just tops everything off and takes the flavor through the roof. I was talking to somebody the other day that made a rice bowl. And I said, well, oh, that sounds so good. What flavor, what sauces did you put on there? Oh, I didn't use the sauce. We just, we just ate it with the stuff on it. And I thought, Oh, you got to try the sauce. I mean, there's so many sauces. You can eat it plain. That's fine. But it's not going to be as moist and as flavorful as the things you're used to eating before. So you want to try to get those flavors in there and you'll love doing this. But yeah, he has that famous green bean recipe. And today, today, even just an hour ago, he and Madeline, our oldest, made lunch. I think Andrew did most of that. And he did my (laughs) green bean casserole recipe with his own little spin on it, because sometimes I'll put a little tamari in it to give it that umami flavor, or a little bit of miso, like chickpea miso, and I make a cream of mushroom soup to put on there. This is one of the recipes we've shared inside the membership, because we have exclusive members recipes that are in there that we haven't released yet into a cookbook. Everybody just raves over the green bean casserole recipe, because it's like what Mama used to make, but it makes you feel so much better because you don't have the Campbell soup in there. Yet it tastes like it. So he made it today and it's this creamy mushroom soup, green bean goodness. I mean, I don't know what else to call it. Deliciousness. It was was amazing. Yes. It's one that you would be proud to serve out of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Or any other feast slash Mm -hmm. holiday occasion. I'm all about that. You've got to have stuff you can take to places when you go to. Um, different festivities and celebrations and things. You got to have things to take when you go to potluck dinners. You got to have things to make when people come over. And you've just got to have stuff you enjoy when mom is gone. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> a few minutes ago, though, when you were mentioning, and we're going to get we're going to get a little bit serious now that you mentioned everybody <laughs> that's cooking, and I just realized my name wasn't on that list. I'm thinking I may have to step up my game here. <laughs> Can I have that on? Wait a minute. This is recorded. Well, yes, this is recorded. And this will uh-huh. go out to uh, all the world. Yep. But, and they're um, all going to hold you accountable, too, because they're my posse, you know. They're going to hold I you know. accountable. Sister's going to represent. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to watch each other's back. But, yeah, I just thought, I, yes, it's so simple. A 10-year-old's doing it, but this 50-year-old's not doing okay. it. So, so I may I- have to. I'm just going to say, it's not like you don't have skill and you don't know how. This one time, this one time, we were only married a couple of years, didn't have children yet. Honeymoon bliss, so to speak. It was a couple of years into our marriage, probably. 
And he decided he was going to cook dinner for me and surprise me. So I come home. The house smells amazing. He's cooked. I'm not talking about like just a little simple meal, like gourmet meal on the table. House smelling great. And I'm going, who is this? He can do it. He can totally do it. But the thing about. I can follow directions. But Jared, what we're doing now is so much easier than even then. It's hilarious because oh, yeah. I think about it oh, like definitely. you would you could do this blindfolded. I think most anybody could if you just have the methods. And it was proven this week. That's the reason we wanted to share this with you. It is not hard. It is simple. You've got to get past these mindsets of this is going to be a hard transition. I don't know how. No, you need to flip that on its head and say, how can I? You know, if you decide you want to feel better, that you're tired of hurting, you're ready. You're ready. Get on board and start the journey. Because once you start, you learn one thing and then another thing and then another thing. And pretty soon you're soaring like so many of our members now just have taken off and they're taking all these recipes that were old favorites and they're redoing and revamping the recipes. We have a new member that's just done that. She had a recipe that was passed along for a muffin of something that just it wasn't healthy plant based. It had oil and things that were unhealthy. She revamped the recipe. Girl, it is amazing. I know you're listening and it's amazing. I'm probably going to get with her and put that into one of our next cookbooks because it's a delicious recipe and she's doing it because she's learned how to repurpose and reuse and to not recycle. But, but basically, <laughs> she's learned how to how to take the things that she knows are going to fuel her body well and put them into those recipes, those same ones that she loved before and still get the same joy and pleasure. Not feel like she's missing out like these are second rate muffins. No, these are stellar muffins. I'm talking like next level, awesome, good. Again, something that you would not be ashamed to take to a gathering mm-hmm. or if you had a, a church meeting or whatever, some mm-hmm. special occasion, you would take these to that. And honestly, I don't know that anybody would notice the difference. Mm-hmm. Just a moment ago, you were talking about our members that are now getting to the point where they're mastering these techniques. And I, I just had the thought that all of them are actually starting to teach what mm-hmm. they're learning to, to other others. people. Absolutely. So they're mastering them to the level that they're sharing some of the things and the techniques mm-hmm. and the strategies that they've learned. Mm-hmm. It's so exciting because they'll it's, come into the Q&As. They'll come into the Q&As and say, I told so-and-so this or so-and-so is asking me, how do you do this or how do you make that? And I showed them how. Or um, One of our members was talking about how she had somebody coming into her house to do some work and smelled the granola she was making. They couldn't believe how great it smelled. And they tried it. You made this? She said that happened a couple of times with our granola recipe. And so she shares with people how simple it is and how this has changed her life and how her rheumatoid's not bothering her anymore. And she's been freed up to enjoy food she's missed for so long because she eats gluten-free. So we've taught her how to make waffles and pancakes and all these things she's missed out on that she loves. Years. Yeah, and her so her family would come over and she'd make them her little granddaughter, and she'd want to share it with her, but she couldn't eat any of it. So she just had to watch them eat the food she loved. That is no way to get healthy. That is no way to love your life. It's no way to find joy. And And, you've got to find joy. And it's one of those things that I feel like, for me, it touches my heart because Mm -hmm. it's simple. She gets to enjoy waffles with her granddaughter. How meaningful is that? It's simple, but it's meaningful to both her and her Mm -hmm. granddaughter. It's not just a, well, grandma's going to make me something. And then she has to maybe eat some toast. It's like, no, we get to share in this experience Mm -hmm. together. 
Exactly. It's absolutely huge because there's so many memories attached with the foods that we love. But not only that, I look at it and my heart's touched because I think about all the extra years or at least all the extra energetic years, meaningful years she's going to have with her granddaughter and with her family because she's going to be well because her headaches are gone. The ones that she was going to see the doctor about, they're gone. She was trying to figure out what was going on. She doesn't need to know now because she doesn't have them anymore. And this happens again and again, time after time. We want you to know this is not difficult. You can do this. I don't care how many other things you've tried. This is not a diet. There's no calorie counting, no portion control. All that stuff is for the birds. It is never going to give you lasting joy. Trust me, your children too can keep your husband and family alive while you're out. (laughs) It can happen. We can show you how to do this. So just know that we're in your corner always cheering you on. Reach out to us if you need anything. Get your name on the wait list. Power and Plant Society, our membership is opening very soon. We will contact you by email and let you know as soon as it opens. We'll also make announcements on the podcast as we open it only a couple of times a year to let you know. So be sure to go right now and get your name on the wait list at poweronplants.com slash membership. And we will see you next time on Power on Plants. Oh, 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 o